Hello everyone, welcome to the Charge Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around and talk about the games they've been playing and things going on in their lives. Today, I have with me, Ben. Chicago, it's too fucking cold. It's only 27 degrees. Only 20. Only! The high of 27 degrees! <laughs> this is not normal. I wake up in the morning. Oh, it's gonna feel wind chill, but it'll warm up to 50, you know, 55 later. No, Dude, man. that's only negative 2 Celsius. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> oh my god. This... This sweater was enough for me to go outside. It was negative three. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> it was only negative three. It's not even that cold. Not even that cold, he says. You hear this guy? That's only 26.6 Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. That's cold for me, bitch. I'm from the south. This morning, it was a negative 12, which was That is still cold. Fahrenheit. All of what you're saying to me, it's cold, motherfucker. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold very cold. cold. I don't like cold. I don't deal well with cold. I don't like how you group all types of cold with cold. It's all it's all the same shit. You feel cold. You want to wrap yourself up in a blanket and stay home and watch Netflix all day. I don't appreciate your prejudice against cold. Fuck the cold. <laughs> don't build the border wall in Mexico. Build the border wall along the coast of Canada to prevent all that cold <laughs> air from cold, coming. Keep the cold in. <laughs> yeah, by the way, that's a Lewis Black joke, so nobody thinks I'm I'm stealing shit. That's his joke. Oh, shit, for real? That's yeah. a good joke. That's no, there's, a good oh, joke. me and my brother were quoted all the time where, like, the, I don't remember the exact joke how it goes, but, like, like, fuck, you know, basically the same premise. And he goes, like, it's so cold, I can't finish the thought. You know what I, you know what I wonder? Fuck, it's cold! You know? This is just so cold, you can't complete a thought. I will be doing that next week. I will be doing that all Such weekend. Such a baby. I, excuse me. I grew up in a warm climate, motherfucker. Which is where we're all heading at this point. Um, but Excuse me for living in a place where it has somewhat seasons. Actually, we really don't. It's just either really cold or really hot. I don't know what what's fall. I don't know what fall, uh, fall is. Fall is really good. It's my yeah. favorite season. I've never seen fall. It's always just 100 degrees from March There's a till... billion leaves on the ground. Oh. Uh, and it's a little bit chilly, which is really nice. Mm. That <laughs> it's sounds not too damp. Nice. It's not wet. It's not humid. It's really brisk. That sounds nice. Yeah. I wish I knew what that was like. Uh, but we're not We're not the weathermen, though. Are we not? No, we're not? I we're not. This, we're... I thought the show was about weather. No. We should do a podcast just about weather. <laughs> Do like like comment on weather reports. How much bullshit is the weather fucking with us today? Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, I actually wanted to do this retraction from like three weeks ago. What? We talked about this uh, PlayStation event. It was a fake PlayStation account. Oh yeah, we spread fake information. So yeah, we're face fake news now. Mm. I always knew we'd get there one day. <laughs> so I just want to make that one retraction. Uh, but other than that, that's out of the way. Let's talk about what you've been playing. Uh, so I wasn't here. We didn't do a show last week, and part of it was mostly I'm going to blame it on me um, because uh, I, not to get too personal, but I got some news and it got I got into my head, and I basically shut down for an entire day, almost an entire week. I literally didn't get out of bed on it one day it was it was bad i won't lie about it it was bad um so i started to play things that were comfort food as i call it <clears throat> excuse me and i started i played and beaten mega man x4 again 
uh, because that was the yeah that was the closest thing I could like. Because that game's not too long, I can beat it pretty quickly, and I I started to feel better. Um, that game is still so so good, whether you're playing as X or Zero. Um, I think it's more fun as Zero just because of all the techniques you can do while you're doing it, and it don't cost anything. Um, and plus it's more challenging. Um, also I think it's because the Mega Man Zero collection is coming out this coming week. Um, which I have a small story to tell. I screwed myself out of getting the Zero collection for, for $17. So, um, Amazon was doing like this promotion, sent it to my email, like, hey, if you, if you sign up, if you download Amazon photos and upload one photo, you'll get $15 in credit. I'm like, well, that's perfect. I can get the Zero collection for $17 based on the math. And so I did that. I was like, wait a minute, it's not attributing to the account. So I called and they said, oh, it'll do it on your next order. And I was like, well, okay, I'll just cancel it and reorder it. I go to reorder it. This item is currently unavailable. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I should have checked. And from now on, I will check. So I was a little upset with myself because, you know, I figured, why would I think it would sell out? Like, that's crazy. Unless it's some kind of, like, distribution deal. Um. But uh, I bought Godzilla movies instead with it, so <laughs> I could I got Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Giant All Monsters Attack slash Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla 2000. So a lot of the the more like 2000 era Godzilla, which I'd never seen before, so that's cool. Um, I thought Godzilla 2000 was the bad one. No, that's that one I never seen. This is the 2000 one came out after the American one. Um, I've never I don't really hear much about 2000, honestly. I really, okay. I don't remember which one is the one that everyone's like, "This is terrible." They ruined Godzilla. That's probably like, the '98 American movie because okay. that one's legit bad. Like, it's not even a good monster movie. It's basically Jurassic Park two, but worse. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. It's even baby. Anyways. It's worse than Jurassic Park two. Yes. Two. Oh my god, yes. At least Jurassic Park two has like the dinosaur charm versus the di- like it just bastardized Godzilla. Anyways, we should do a watch long for it though. Like we should, and I can you can just hear me be salty for two and a half hours. Uh, that's that's uh, exactly what I want to do with my life. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to talk about Dragon Quest, the the Your Story movie that I saw. Um, okay, sure. Yeah, Justin, don't listen to this part because I'm going to spoil it. And anybody who hasn't he doesn't seen listen it, to the show. Who are you kidding? Okay, that's true. I listen. And listen to my own voice as I criticize every single thing. I listen thing. and then I laugh because we make good jokes. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, I watched it. It's an adaptation of Dragon Quest V, the Super Nintendo game. Um, and it's really good. The CGI is really, really good. Um, the music is straight from the games. Like I got a, I got a little smiley when I would hear like the fanfare or like the... You know the opening chest music, like it's all there, right? It's it's and it has that whimsicalness that the Dragon Quest games have. And the, granted, I've only played the one, but I've watched a lot of videos on the other one, so I know what I'm talking about. I'm an expert. I'm a Dragon oh, Quest expert. You're a Dragon Quest expert. Yeah, I'm not an expert. I'm just a super fan who wants to get into this franchise more. Um, and uh, it's really good. Like it's and also I think even if you're not into Dragon Quest, I think if you're looking for like a very fun like fantasy movie, this is right up your alley. Um, it also gets like really dark when it needs to. It gets really depressing at points, but it never loses that spirit of fun. Uh, and then there's the ending. I'm gonna... You went through a roller coaster. I went through man. a roller coaster, man. So the entire movie is basically like, you know, it's in the Dragon Quest world. Like, there's there's, there's some nice moments. Um, 
And then for and then like you're at the final battle, uh, they're at the final battle. Like all the heroes are fighting him against the boss who's trying to summon, who's trying to summon this elder, this dark god character. And then he it comes through, and it's like this weird digital character. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then he literally starts talking like he's a computer program, and he goes strip textures, strip uh, movement, strip this, strip that, and he breaks. He's basically breaking the world down and revealing that it's a digital world. That you are, that you're in the video game. You are actually in the video game, and he, it's and this is not this is from the movie that I am the, the, this character that it's it's basically taken over the position of like the final final boss, and it's like I'm I'm at a creation from this like hacker who basically says his message is get a life loser, um, and you learn that you've been watching this Dragon Quest character because it starts from when he's like a from like a baby to like up until adulthood. Uh, and you learn that you've been, wa- you've been watching somebody's who's somebody who's playing a, a remade version of it in like a new, like in VR, a remade version of Dragon Quest five. He even actually, sh- the villain actually shows um, like the main character in the, in the story, a Famicom cartridge of Dragon Quest five, basically saying that none of this is real. Your memories are fake. You're a loser. Why are you wasting your time on this? So it's Final Fantasy Ten. Yeah, kinda. I don't. Did, did I just? Yeah, but it's like it's like all digital and like the main the character. It is so in that Dragon Quest. Like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? Like none of, none of what you're saying is making sense. And then it cuts back and it shows like the the like the person piloting the main character like going to a demo booth and saying oh i'm gonna name my character this and i'm gonna go with this waifu instead of this other waifu and this is what i'd always name myself and then i'm like no why why are you doing and and it kind of comes around at least for me because a lot of people don't like it at this point but it came around for me when it turns into a message about who gives a fuck if it wasn't real you experienced those feelings you led those lives they weren't fake they were just another reality they're just as real as your other memories because you have those memories and it's basically like you know it's a it's a message of you know love your memories even if they're from video games and it, and it became sweet and tender like that you know um and it's a big happy ending um the world comes back and everything continues uh, so yeah, that ending is definitely something because I had heard rumblings of people going, "Oof, that ending!" And I'm like, it can't be that bad. Um, but uh, I I still enjoyed it despite all of that. Um, That's good. Yeah, and just just you know before I stop talking because I don't really have much to say anymore. Uh, I started another playthrough of Darksiders two on my Switch um, because I can't help myself. Again, comfort food, right? Um, and it just reminded me how much I miss Darksiders, uh, namely two, just from its over, it's just from its aesthetic. I really love how the world is visualized and the lore behind these characters and just how fascinating it is. Um, it just felt good just exploring through these, these like dungeons that these, these areas that have been decrepted for over a millennia. And you can see that within the game's design. It's, it's a really cool visual style. Um, and it's possibly because Darksider Genesis is out on Switch now, or at least it's coming out, and it, it just it's just on my mind. Um, but it runs great on Switch so far. Uh, the only problem is that when you're going to new areas, there's like a 
pretty significant load time. Not like a long time, but the game like pauses. And every time it pauses, I feel like it's going to crash. But it doesn't. <laughs> it, has, it has yet to crash. Um, All right. But uh, it's it's still fun. Uh, I'm actually going because uh, with a Necromancer uh, run this time. Because when I first played it years ago, um, I did like a Harbinger run, which is basically the more physical nature. Um, Necromancer, basically, you have like minions that assist you and stuff like that, and you can buff your defense. So just a little different. I think that's what I did back when I played it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember not because for me back then I was just like I'm gonna. I want to be in your face, but this time, like, yeah, let's try something different. Um, you know. Um. Oh, I played Street Fighter Five. Um, oh, yeah? yeah, I played Street Fighter Five. Uh, the controversial Street Fighter Five. You're back on um, that shit again, huh? You, well, they 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 quote unquote fixed the netcode, um, and I, I believe they did. I'm one of the people who believes they did. Um, because I I mean I went on to, I said on this podcast that that those quote unquote that quote unquote mod at least the first one because there was a second one that came out uh-huh. fucking killed the game for me for for a good month yeah. like it was it it ruined all it, I had worse connections than I did without it um yeah. they moved the slowdown but um I tried out Seth the new character uh, I'm not good with with them but um. <laughs> Uh, I liked how they played. Uh, she has, or they, she, I don't know how, how Seth is referred to, so I'll just refer to Seth. Seth has a really cool costume where it's in this female version. Uh, and it's like, it's like 80s punker, 80s rocker set, punker Seth. So they have like a slick, like waist high jacket, like, um, like, like kind of like a, not a mohawk, but it's like a, like a haircut. It's covering their, one of their, their eyes. And like cool slick eighty shades that you would see in wind jammers. Like it looks badass. It has some great colors too. Uh but yeah, I think she's a really cool addition in the game. Just watching like Maximilian Dude play her or them and uh, other people play, like seeing some of the cool stuff they've been doing. It's the I it does it's definitely not the same character from Street Fighter Four. Um outside of like the health thing and the whole, you know, sucking sucking and taking your power. But she only you only can use it one one turn at a time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really fun. Like, like, and, and then I played, and I went back to Chun-Li and, and Rashid and it, it just, it felt good to play Street Fighter again. And after taking almost a month off and playing Mortal Kombat religiously for a month. Um, so it feels good to be back. But the one last thing I keep, I keep forgetting shit. Um, I, uh, the, the unit, unit clear finally came out. On on Yay. Switch Switch and PS4, uh, I haven't gone too much into it. I've only done uh, like the tutorial, basically learning about the system mechanics, and it's very interesting in terms of like uh, in terms of like what I won't go into depth here because I'm not knowledgeable enough to go into depth. But it's definitely interesting. Um, I like how the game looks. I like the game soundtrack so far. Um, the roster is only 21 characters uh, deep, so it's not super deep. But it, to me, that's manageable for a modern fighting game. Um, and uh, I've done some of the trial missions. They're, they're pretty cool. If it doesn't feel like it, it ha- by the way, it has auto combos, but only with the light button with with uh, with A. So if you try to mash B, you won't get a light combo, or C with light, you won't get a light combo. You won't get a auto combo. Um, there's special moves and stuff like that. They're, it feels really good to play. Uh, if anything, it it feels like natural. Um, I, I don't know when I'm going to go online with it yet because I want to practice more with other characters. Um, 
but so far I'm I'm digging it, and luckily I already have a training partner in other Discord, so you know, yay! Uh, probably won't go pro at this or anything, but another what's another fighting game to have, right? 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 Yeah. right. I don't I don't have an. What do you, you mean? You don't have an addiction. What do you, What do you mean? Dragon Ball is getting another season. What do you mean Mortal Kombat has a Combat Back 2 that may or may not have been leaked? Huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be busy again. Okay, then. But yeah, that's all I've played. And, you know, and slash watch. Go watch the Dragon Quest movie. Seriously, it's fucking great. Even though the endings kind of go, whoa. Whoa. Uh, Alright. <laughs> I've been playing um, Final Fantasy XIV. Ooh, MMO boys. Yep, another big ass game to play forever. Uh <laughs> I've only gotten to level I think was it 16, 17, something like that. Uh I got through like the first like tutorial area uh, of the game. Um the next few steps that I have are gonna take me out of that area and put me into a new area. And it'll unlock a few dungeons for me. So I can go and do start doing dungeons. Uh, I I decided to go with the uh, archer as my first class. Uh, I really like it. I really like having the range and like keeping people at bay and then like pinning them down while I do more uh, DPS on them. Uh, the best thing about this though is that they've changed up the way their class system works, and you can you can have one character and play all the classes. Uh, all you have to do is swap out the weapon that you're using. Neat. It's really cool, dude. Uh, so you could like I could I like if I wanted to switch like if I found Archer to be like too boring or something or if I wasn't like into that, I could just put on like a spear or start learning magic. Like it's that it's it's really cool. You don't have to like reclass your entire thing and everything. Yeah. You don't have to like uh yeah you don't have to respec at all. It's all different like level systems. Uh, like even the um. I think the the non combat abilities are like that. So like carpentry or botanism, uh, stuff like that is like that as well. It's really cool. Uh, I'm a big fan of that. Just so that you, it gives you like more that you can play with without having to restart. Um, so yeah, but mostly been playing that and then helping out the clan with uh, Destiny stuff. And there's been a whole lot of Destiny content you can check out. Over at Voices of the Vanguard. Uh, we are looking for guests. So if you want to be a guest on the show, just uh, drop a line. You can email me, thomas at charshot.com. <laughs> what are you listening for? I don't, I don't know. I mean, right. like I'm, I'm like right here. What do you mean I have to play Destiny to be on the podcast? Oh, okay. <laughs> it I is free to play, isn't it? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna talk about? Oh, hey, how how's Destiny for the noob bitch who gets pwned? I don't know. I have to download it. I probably can't run Destiny. What am I talking about? You could probably run Destiny in 720p. That sounds nice. I'm just more worried about the frame rate. I don't know. It's a shooter. I just like write off all shooters for you now. I'm just don't <laughs> bother. Oh. <Aww>. Um, <laughs> I have one question for you. Do you did, have you seen any footage on Grand Blue Fantasy, the new fighting game that came out? I've heard of it. I have not seen it. There's something you would like because there's a character called Ladiva or Ladiva, I think. Her finishing move, she literally pins you. 
Like she grapples you, she throws you down, and a ref comes out and counts you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I seen that. Oh, you seen, seen that? that? Yeah, 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 oh yeah. my god! Yeah. I'm so, I, and yeah. if you get the killing blow with it, it counts to three. Yeah, it's oh, great. My god. It's Dude, freaking awesome! It's an Evo game, and I <laughs> want it to be in the Evo arena and to have a Lediva main win with that move, just to hear the like whole win crowd the championship with One, that move. <laughs> two. Dude, oh my god, it has to happen! Oh my god. That would play, be amazing. If, if that game comes to Switch, I'm maining Ladiva. And I don't I hate playing grapplers, but that is too fucking awesome of a super to not use it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of grapplers. I like grapplers. I'm King Main. Um, that, make, that makes sense. <laughs> Come on. Uh so yeah, I've been playing that that stuff. Uh don't not really anything else. Um Borderlands 3, playing that still. Uh I unlocked an ability to have a turret on my back of my mech. Nice. And I had no idea that your friends could just jump into the mech with you if you have that turret. Wow. So I played, like, I'm, like, level 30, and my friend, like, he hopped into the back of my mech. I was freaking out. I was like, wait, where the hell are you? I started turning around, looking at the map. He's, like, right on me. I'm like, are you in my mech? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, how did you know that was a thing? He goes, I knew that was a thing. I've been trying to do it all this time. And now <laughs> I can finally do it. And I'm like, well, great. You should have told me. Uh that's really cool. You can have like two people in a mech going through, just nuking the whole whole world. It's great. Um, and that's it. That's all I've been playing. All right. Uh, so we're gonna get into the news. We're gonna go through a few weeks of news here that we haven't gone through yet. Uh, I'm just gonna go through them in order of what I have on my screen. Okay. So, uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters uh, season. Three information revealed, including comeback mechanic details. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be, dude. It's a whole new. It's gonna be a whole new game. Literally, it's gonna be a whole new game. Uh, Kefla's uh. special attacks and additional training features. That's nuts. It's gonna have a com- what's the comeback mechanic? So okay, just I'm gonna read this off the off the blog. Uh, it's um. Let's see. It's it's a it already kind of has a comment mechanic and thing called sparking, but this is going to be different. Uh, it's roughly translating to limit breaking superpower. Um, again, it's probably not going to be the final name, but that's just from Japanese. Um, uh, can apparently be only be used when players only have one character remaining on their team. It'll change. It'll change either the health gauge or super meter to a golden color, which will provide a boost, a big boost in attack power. Um, it'll also reportedly happen when. Uh, automatically once the final character is sent in, so players will not be given a choice of when slash where to activate the power boost. Um, in addition, training mode will also receive uh, power up for season three, uh, where Dragon Ball characters will teach you how to play how to play the game, which that's neat. That's really cool. Um, and of course, they revealed two DLC characters at Dragon Ball Fighters World Tour. Uh, one being Goku. Uh, Ultra Instinct version uh, or UI. Yeah, and get another new. Goku. And get another Goku. Uh, oh, and yeah. then <laughs> the one who actually got, and the other one who got bigger uh, pre, uh, sort of uh, cheer was uh, Kefla, um, who is a fusion fighter from Dragon Ball Super. Uh, she seems to be very popular. Um, and then one of the bigger things that they announced Ed, for for it was that uh, uh, there will now be uh, certain characters will have multiple assists to choose from. Very, very, pretty much exactly the same to Marvel versus Capcom Two. <laughs> um, so the new ZS select feature: um, each each character in the third year, 
uh, uh, third year fighter Z will be able to select from three different assist attacks instead of assigned to one, giving them at the first two years of the game's life cycle. Uh, they did show a stream recently, um, detailing some of the new stuff. Go watch. I don't, I didn't watch it because it was in Japanese, but there is, there's not only new Z assist, new assist. Some characters have new supers too. So this, this game is going to feel like a breath of fresh air. Uh, it, the Kefla comes out on the 26th. Uh, no date on when the update's gonna happen. I imagine it'd be the same day, considered it'd be kind of weird to have a new DLC character and then change it later, you know? Um, but yeah, Dragon Ball Fighters is looking to come back strong this year. Maybe that's why it's back in Evo, because they probably saw something like this coming. Cool. Uh, I need to finish watching Dragon Ball Super. I really got into it for a while, and then like I didn't like I bought all the seasons, but then dude, it's, not... on, it's on Crunchyroll for free, dude. I don't like, know if you get Crunchyroll in Canada. We kind of do, but they're all like I didn't get all the seasons, but I got like a whole bunch of them. They're on sale for like a few bucks each. Oh, so okay. Figure what the hell. Um, yeah, that's cool. Uh, let's continue the fighting news with uh, Capcom finally applies a band-aid to Street Fighter V's broken online multiplayer. So you talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, they had an update, a maintenance server update to the netcode, uh, which seemingly fixed it because uh, a lot of high-tier, high-voice high FGC uh, SF5 players are... Um, content creators were talking about how the netcode is good, namely Vesper Arcade and NYC Furby um, and Team Spooky. Uh, they were talking about it. Uh, some people, like Brian F., who I'm calling out right now, who somebody called him uh, something in Spanish that was really, really funny, um, said the connections are still ass. Uh, so it's hard to say, but the consensus is that if you had good connections, it makes it a little bit better, and sometimes it's going to be a little bit worse. Uh, apparently, it runs very similar to the uh, patch, the, the fan patch, or fan mod, I'm going to call it. It's not, it's not a patch. Uh, very similar to the fan mod that came out right at the beginning of the year, um, where it, it, it the desync the is a lot... It's a lot quicker to uh, get the desync resynced again, um, which is why sometimes games will experience a little bit of a slowdown. Um, so, it's better... I mean, like, I I don't think to fully at this point in the game life cycle to expect like a full netcode change was ridiculous because they would have had to run like a beta or something to get that working. So it seems they fi- they figured out something for it to run more stable. Um, and in the matches I had, either it felt the same or it felt a little bit better in most cases. Sometimes it was a little bit worse. But as I always say, no matter how good the netcode is. If the person's playing on Wi-Fi while the, while the, while watching Netflix in the background, it's probably gonna be ass. Um, so, a lot of people were mad immediately. I don't know because uh, you actually cannot use the fan mods anymore that were out, probably because they don't work on this new netcode version, if anything. Um, so, but a lot of people were mad on Tuesday. Not so much mad anymore, but there's some idiots out there. Um, so, yeah. Street Fighter V is in stable condition, in my opinion. Uh, next news story we have is Berlin's movie is in production, directed by Eli Roth. That's weird. There's a lot about this that's weird. 
So in a press release on uh, Thursday, Lionsgate announced that Roth will be joining producers Avi Arad and Ari Arad together with executive producer Randy Pitchford and Strauss Zelnick on the highly anticipated project elsewhere. Really? Uh, highly anticipated? Really? What? Yeah. Is Borderlands a highly anticipated movie that people want to see? Let me get to that. Uh, okay. Elsewhere, Eric uh, Feig. Feig? Is it, I, think, I don't know. I think that's Feig. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is said to be overseeing development while Craig Mazin is the person responsible for the latest draft of the screenplay. I don't know who any of these people are. So. Yeah, random Hollywood schmups. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ross says he's excited to dive into the world of Borderlands and I could not be doing it with a better script. Producing team and studio, I have a long successful history with Lionsgate. I feel like you could take that quote and put any movie to it and it would work. Yeah, it would, like, this is the thing that irks me about Hollywood is that they always have to talk up their movie. But yeah. that's the game, right? Like, you want to sell tickets to your movie. You're not going to come out and be like, I can't believe I'm working on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, unless it's like the 10 year anniversary when you're at a, at a panel. Oh, that movie fucking sucked. <laughs> like, yeah, way after the fact, it's okay because you got all the money up front if you did. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I'm looking. Uh, okay, what, did he say anything else? I feel I've grown up together and that everything in my directing career has led to the project. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Eli Roth, what have you done? I mean, like, I, I mean, he's probably right considering most of his movies are like relatively smaller budget, and this is probably gonna be the biggest budget movie he's worked on. Oh my god! It could, yeah. it could be, which is kind of sad. And it's Borderlands. Uh, does this mean Randy Pritchard will get a credit? Oh god, no! Yeah, he'll have like a producer credit or something. Uh, uh, the thought of seeing. Randy Pitchard's name in a movie. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah, so this director is best known for his horror work on the likes of Cabin Fever and Hostel. I like... Oh, no, wait. I haven't seen Cabin Fever. I thought that was Cabin in the Woods. No, yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> no, Cabin in the Woods is great. I don't know what Cabin Fever yeah. I've ever seen. Nobody it. talks about it anymore, though. Uh, in recent years, he's helmed the Keanu Reeves-led home invasion thriller, Knock Knock. I didn't even... I've never heard of that. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, reimagining of the 1974 re- revenge thriller Death Wish and the fantasy adventure film The House with the That was walls. That was him? Right? I that heard was that a... movie. That movie came and went, dude. Yeah, that was that was the Jack Black movie, wasn't it? Yeah, Jack Black was in it, yeah. That you if you'd have told me Eli Roth directed it, I'm like, "What? What's he doing doing okay?" He probably had a kid or something, needed something. Here, don't 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 watch Hustle. Watch this. Listen, people got to work in Hollywood. Yes, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, he probably got a nice paycheck out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, da, da, da. yeah. There's nothing really else here, but that's yeah. I'm not. I'm not looking forward to the Borderlands movie. I don't know what they could do with it, really. I mean, like the the story's stupid. I mean, it's... it works as a game because it's all about like the loot and shit and yeah, you know, killing stuff like. I mean, maybe, like, I guess they could. I don't know. Like, it's it's not even that. Is it that popular to warn a movie? It, uh, Borderlands yeah. sold to three million copies, I think, last year. Like three months, three million copies, or okay. nine million. I don't, I don't know. It's, I'm not paying attention. You think? Yeah, that's that's really weird. 
Uh, so let's move on to The Witcher Three. Witcher Three on Switch is getting PC cross save support. That's awesome. And more graphical options. Uh, so Witcher Three on Switch is being updated with the ability to cross save with PC via the Steam or GOG. This comes as part of the latest patch, which also adds new graphics options to the game's settings menu. Uh, that is, is dope. Yeah. News of the PC cross-save for the Switcher uh, originally surfaced on Reddit. CG Project Red confirmed to IGN but that the functionality is being included in the next patch. Due to roll-up uh, Im- imminently, the patch includes uh, touch control support, Ooh. save file integration with GOG and Steam, uh, more text languages in selected regions, and more graphical options. Uh, and there's also going to be some performance optimizations and bug fixes. Nice. Uh, PC cross-save function will allow players to download PC saves to the Switch version, allowing them to continue playing when they're on the move and prefer to use the Switch. Uh, this is done through either GOG or Steam login. Uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 on Switch also features this functionality, and the feature will, was well-received. Yeah, so I'm, that's, really, that's really good. Yeah, because like now, say if you bought Witcher 3 on Switch, and like Witcher 3 goes on sale a lot... You know, you could buy it for PC, and then you could, like, say, if you have a Switch Lite, right? You know, where you don't have the option to play on handheld mode, now you, you can you, buy it for you your PC. Mode, yeah. yeah. That's really dope. I wish more games had that integration. Yeah, especially with a game like The Witcher, where you can sink in, like, 100, 200, 300 hours in it. Yeah. Theoretically, you don't want to start that from scratch. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it might encourage veteran Witch players to, like... You know, download it, buy it for Switch if they want it. They want a slightly dirtier, not as high resolution version. Yeah, well, you know, you can't bring your PC with you on the go. So right. that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I want to play this game at some point. At some point, I will. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I'm just scared I won't like it. That's why I haven't bought it yet. I think you'll. I think you will oversee the the clunkiness of some of the controls because Justin didn't. Oh, okay. But also, he didn't like Yakuza Combat, so... Oh, well, yeah, they, they, he's clearly wrong. <laughs> I played Yakuza this week! Fucking damn it! Uh, how far did you get? I got up to the... Where uh, Majima is helping at Club Sunshine. I did that minigame. Oh, wow. You just got to... <laughs> it's, it's Chapter 7! What the fuck do you mean? Nothing. Oh my god. This is why I don't touch the game after so long, dude. No, okay, so like Yakuza Zero, I, I maxed out the, the club. That's why it took me so long. Okay, like I liked it better than like the manager thing that Kiryu stuff has to do. Because like you're actively doing something. Um, you're just like looking at the pretty girls. They're pretty girls! <laughs> it's better than what Kiryu does! Even though I... But yeah, Yakuza is fucking dark, dude. I wanna like I want I wanna play more of it. So yeah, good. Let me plug in my headphones. Okay, but it's so so good. Um, All right. Are they gonna meet? Like, just tell me now. Do you, do Kiryu and, and Majima meet in Zero? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, they they meet in Zero. They meet across the all the. You know, okay, because I'm just waiting for that moment. When are these two assholes gonna? Well, they're not assholes. Oh, uh, they... I think they meet near the end, actually. Okay. Okay, because I keep wondering, how the fuck is this story going to come together? They do come together. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. It's it's very interesting. I like it. Majima's cool. Majima's badass. 
Yeah, I'm trying to get through two at the moment, but it's very hard with all oh, the uh, <laughs> MMOs I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's a uh, commitment. I still have. I just got that Yakuza remastered for mm. three, four, and five. Nice. So that's still shrink wrapped. So I kind of want to get through two and open it up and start playing the other ones. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving me Kawami so I can go through that. Yeah, Kwame's good. Like okay. Yeah. <sighs> if only it was on Switch with Cross Save, that would be... <gasps> Can you imagine that? Oh my god. That'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Alright, back to the news. Uh, have you ever heard of Starcraft, Starcraft Ghost? Dude, I don't give a fuck what Blizzard does. Uh, okay, so Starcraft Ghost was like this... Uh, like. I think it was supposed to be a first or third person shooter for consoles back in the day, like original Xbox. But apparently there's a playable build of it now that has mm. appeared online. Uh, I remember as a young lad, like reading magazines about Starcraft Ghost, and I was like losing my mind about how they're going from an RTS to a shooter. And I was like, oh my god, I might actually like this game now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am not a Starcraft guy. I was so. Uh, Age of Empires guy when I was a kid. So, um, yeah, an early playable Xbox build of StarCraft Ghost, uh, the canceled third-person shooter set in the Blizzard StarCraft universe, has reportedly leaked online. According to Kotaku, the footage gives us a major look into Blizzard's troubled offshoot game. Uh, the images of StarCraft Ghost appeared on Twitter user Andrew Borman's feed Sunday morning, who said that the images were posted anonymously in the Xbox forums. Uh, in a couple of screenshots, if uh, aren't enough for you, another person uploaded about 11 minutes of footage of StarCraft Ghost to YouTube. Uh, let me see if it's still there. It might have been taken down. Yep, video unavailable. Rip. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's cool that a playable demo of this game is out there. That is nuts. Yeah, you can... And it looks like they kind of like up-resed it a bit, too. Nice. Or at least emulator, like emulators in general, kind of upres games. So you probably get a cleaner version of this game than what it would have looked like if it came out. Uh, I kind of want to get my hands on this and play this, but I don't want to do the work. Yeah. <laughs> but that's nuts that this is out there. Yeah. Also important for game preservation that this is this game won't be lost now. Yeah. Uh, so Remedy has three games in development, uh, including one. Uh, including its own live service game, uh, which <sighs> I already have Final Fantasy and Destiny. I don't want Remedy to do a live service game for my own selfish opinion. <laughs> this is why I play fighting games, man. How many times do I have to tell you fighting games are live back, like live service games? Yeah, but not nearly as time consuming though. Depends <laughs> uh, on how good you want to get, right? Yeah, but like I'm not like doing minuscule shit just to get my my daily my dailies done. I'm just pl- I can play grounds that are fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Remedy has announced in its uh, latest financial report that it has three games currently in development, uh, including its own take on its Destiny Division style live service game. Last year's rather excellent control has been doing well for them. CEO Taro. Uh, Fitch, uh, Vertala uh, points to it 
and Alan Wake as being two main contributors to its revenue last year. Uh, they'll mention a quantum break. Uh, the first game has already been announced and is a single player component to Smilegate's FPS Crossfire X. It's heading to Xbox One later this year. Uh, uh, so we know much less about the other two games. The first is an unnamed, undetailed game using Remedy's own brands, which means it could be anything from, uh, from a new Alan Wake to a whole new series. It's likely that this is going to be another of the kind of single-player action adventure that we come to expect from Remedy, and that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, the second is Vanguard, which is Remedy's own attempt at the games-as-a-service genre. Uh, it's aiming to combine long-term service-based multiplayer experiences with some of Remedy's unique game features. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to imagine what uh, a Remedy live service game would look like. Because, like, you you know Remedy games. They do, like, Max Payne, and they had Control last year. They're more single-player-focused action-adventure games. I'm looking forward to the Alan Wake uh, DLC. Well, well, it's not announced as Alan Wake, but it looks like Alan. Like they purposely did that. Like, and I kind of hope that their new single player game is Alan Wake too. I'm really, I'm really hoping. <laughs> um, so let's talk about some E3 news. Uh, Jeff Keighley bows out of the show, criticizes the event's direction. I feel like this is it. This is like the once Dorito Pope leaves, it's it's over. <laughs> this is the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, you don't have Sony being there again when they have a console that needs that's going to come out. You think they would have a reason to come back, but they're like, nah, fuck you, we're not doing that again. Um, and then of course the whole you know stealing information shit's probably still not gonna make people happy. Yeah, leaking your info. He's probably pissed about that. That's probably why he's not going. Yeah, like fuck y'all. I ain't uh, having my <laughs> shit sold again. I'm the Dorito Pope. Yep. Uh, so he says he has a statement on Twitter. You could read. Uh, it says here for the last or the for the past twenty five years, I have attended every E three, uh, covering, hosting, and sharing E three has always been a highlight of my year. Not to mention a defining part of my career. Uh, I've debated about what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I have made the difficult decision not uh, to decline and produce E3 Coliseum for the first time in 25 years. I will not part- be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and other events in the future. Oh boy, this is big. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like in the personality, whether we want to admit it or not, the personalities who monitor E3 do a lot to keep people interested. Otherwise, you're literally just watching conferences, and nobody really likes to watch conferences. Yeah, it's. I think a lot of the people that watch E3 are just watching their favorite personalities, like either Giant Bomb or kind of funny or Jeff Keighley's thing. Yeah, uh, GameSpot's thing. Like, they watch for that. Other than that, it's just trailers. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. I mean, it's fun. Like, when, especially when the game went, like, you know, shit. Y'all, y'all saw me fucking lose my mind last year when they revealed Panzer Dragoon. Um, so, 
Like it can be fun. It's it 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 still can be video game Christmas, but like fuck, man, feels like somebody's taking that 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 knife that that your aunt made those Christmas cookies with and just stabbing you with it over and over again and say, I'm going to steal your info. I'm going to steal your info, motherfucker. Grandma or auntie, why? Why? And then she says, hope to see you next year. I don't know, man. It just seems like it's one of those Christmases where no one wants to do anything. Yeah. It's like, oh, do we really have to go to like whatever for Christmas? Yeah, do we have to? I mean, just stay home and play video games. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is curl up in the blankets while the world is on fire. <laughs> Literally on fire. All right. Uh, so, moving on. Uh, there are new Final Fantasy VII remake screenshots that shows Red Thirteen side quests and more. Did we talk about this? I don't remember. I don't think so. What do you think? I love it. I like all this stuff they're doing for FF7 VR. It's you know is, is really really cool. And Red Thirteen looks awesome. I don't think the side quests are going to be super deep. Um, well, you can take a look at some of the side quests here. Uh, you have Chadley's report, and then you have Rat Problem. Yeah, and a lot of it's going to be like kill missions because they can't do super. They can't do a lot within the framework of Midgar. Uh, nu- nuisance in the factory, so that's probably just go and kill some stuff in the factory. Yeah. Uh, lost friends, that's probably like an escort mission, maybe. Uh, I'm looking forward to this, I'm still hyped. No, yeah, no, it's gonna be great, it's gonna be fantastic, it's gonna be fantastic watching Aerith die all over it. Well, you won't and... be able to get to that part in this one. No, no, but it'll be the hanging over my head, and as I hold her... There should be a hold Aerith option where you just like stroke her hair gently. Be like, I won't, you'll be fine. Uh, did you see that Jerry Petty on Twitter was like, you know what they should do in the remake? They should kill off Scytheroth and save Aerith. Like, no! 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 <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea! <laughs> no, the whole point of Aerith dying is the fact that you have to move on even though life goes on. That's the point. <sighs> yeah. I guarantee you're still going to cry when Aerith dies again, though. And it'll be even worse because you're actually going to get to know her more. And you're going to know her quirks and her little things, her little mannerisms. And then when she's on the party next, after she dies, then you're going to cry some more. Watch in 2045 when the game comes out. Hopefully sooner. Maybe I'll I'll actually care this time. I care. Oh my god, dude. I was a bitch when that, when I, I knew it was coming. And then like, I still lost it. I was like, (laughs) I, I didn't care. Like I never used her in my party. so. I did. I did. Because I like pretty girls. Sue me. Yes, the polygonal pretty girl. Yay, yeah, man. Her the, her character art was all I needed. Alright. Uh, I guess Burnout Studio returns to take Need for Speed series. I don't know. It's I feel like I hear about Need for Speed every fucking year. And that's I because never... that's because Justin always talks about Need for Speed. Is it like it's literally? Why is this series still a thing? I don't understand. Maybe um, I don't. Is it? Has it? Maybe you know what? I'm gonna say Need for a hot... Speed has been good. Uh, no, I'm gonna say a hot take. Need for Speed has never been good. 
No, you you're, you're completely wrong about that. I said it. Just like those assholes who go, Sonic was never good, and they do YouTube essays about Sonic the Hedgehog. Fuck y'all, by the way. You don't like racing games, though. I like... I play Sonic the Hedgehog! That's it's not a racing game! Yes, it is! I'm no, racing from the start to finish! It's a platformer! Finish. It's a fucking platformer! I play Mario Kart. <laughs> you like kart racers. Yeah, they're fun. Because there hasn't been a good racing game in, like, years. Like, the last no. good one was, like, what, Outlast? Outrun in the 1980s? No, not even, dude. Outrun is shit compared to stuff today. Pro- you're, oh, yeah, you're right, because it came out in the 80s. I don't know. I don't, no, I don't, I just, cause I don't, a lot of them just look boring. Like, look how realistic our car is. There's no style, there's no flair to it. Daytona USA, bitch, for the second Saturn. There you go. You don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. You really I, don't? I, I've had, I played Daytona USA. That was awesome. Daytona. Uh, the song's the only good thing about that game. Only Sega made good racing games. I'm oh saying it right God. now. Yeah. No. <laughs> Feel it. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's move on uh yeah that's not news um system shock 3 team no longer employed following reports of development and publisher wolves damn all right so the entire team behind the upcoming system shock 3 is no longer employed at the developer other side entertainment according to the report from video games chronicle uh, this follows previous reports of other core members of the team announcing their departure over the past five months, including System Shock 3's writer and director, lead programmer, and others. Uh, just this week, design director Chase Jones changed his LinkedIn profile to reflect the end of his time at Other Side. Uh, the anonymous source has also stated that System Shock 3 was critically behind in its development. Uh, we, we last saw how the game was progressing in a gameplay trailer released back in. 2019. Uh, showed off the return of the iconic gaming villain in Rogue AI Showdown. Uh, yeah, this game has just been a lot of trouble from the get-go. And it's not really surprising, but <laughs> still can't get another System Shock. Uh, you, have you ever played the System Shock games? I have them on Twitch. <clears throat> At least I think I had the first one, but I don't... I th- you know what it is? I think I confuse System Shock and Alan Wake a lot, so like I never play them. What? They have similar fonts. Leave me alone. Oh my! Uh, I've never seen gameplay of them. They they I don't know. I have it. I could play it. Um, like I just it's it Twitch gave it to me, but I just haven't done it. They're killing I, me right now. Is it a first person? What is it? System Shock is like a Bioshock. Oh, so it's it's first person. Okay. Yes. Um, Alan Wake is a third-person shooter adventure. I thought Alan Wake was a first-person shooter. No. It's third. <sighs> Listen, you're killing, man. You're killing me, bro. You're killing me right now, and I just don't want to talk to you. Yeah, well, I don't play Half-Life <laughs> either, so suck my balls. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Valve. I do that on principle. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll play it now. I have it. I technically, I do have it. It's is it an old game that came out in it's the 90s It's very old, yes. Okay, yeah, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> you want to play me an FPS in the mid-90s? That's a great idea. Yeah, Wait, this, is, this isn't called Doom? What the fuck? Uh, Alright. Oh, yeah, we... Okay, so, I guess last week, uh, Anthem got a major overhaul, apparently. Yeah. Bioware, confirm, Bioware confirms. 
Uh, so Bioware general manager Casey Hudson announced in a new blog post that developers at Bioware will be redesigning Anthem. Uh, that will reinvent the core gameplay loop. The effort is made to be a larger overhaul of Anthem instead of just a series of updates and expansions. Uh, an official Bioware blog post, Hudson thanked readers for one year of Anthem. Uh, represented a big leap into new territory, blah, blah, blah. Critical feedback, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, over the coming months, we will be focusing on larger, longer-term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun and flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. So as someone who has played Anthem, to me this sounds like they're going to be redesigning the uh, the challenge system they had, as well as introducing new loot and um, uh, new ways to play. Um... So the challenge system was usually you go into your quest log and you would see there's a bunch of challenges and you would get rewards for those challenges, uh, which was kind of boring. It's kind of just like go and kill this thing so many times. So they might be redesigning that. Um, hopefully they're adding in new abilities because it kind of got boring after a while. Like you would just get the same abilities over and over again, and there wasn't that much of a of a power ceiling to it. So you kind of got there pretty fast. Um. I'm looking forward to it, honestly. It was my number four game of the year because I, I just liked the flying in that game so much and the uh, and the ability to like prime enemies and then blow them up. Uh, for those of you who don't know, you would cast spells to um, have them set up to be detonated. So you would like freeze one guy, and then you would shoot, and another guy would shoot fire and it'd deal massive damage. Um, so hopefully they redesign that kind of stuff. It could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, we'll just find out, I guess. Listen, Justin, I'm talking to you right now because you know you're not here. Just telling me the game is gonna you get to play like Iron Man, fly around is not enough to get me to play this disaster for train wreck. But I'm glad they're fixing it though. What? Okay. Listen, the flying does look cool. It's everything around it is that is trash. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping they fix it because I I liked everything around it. And maybe I'll get it as part of my Xbox One. And you're not gonna get it. Okay. I mean, it come, maybe if it comes with a bundle, I'll get it. You know, it comes with the bundle. I have no choice. But I might get the Star Wars bundle instead. Cause fuck, fuck Anthem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If you're gonna get the bun, yeah, get the Star Wars bundle. <laughs> That's a good game. Ooh. All right. I like Anthem. Uh. Oh yeah. And apparently Nintendo Direct for Animal Crossing. Did you see this? <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm, oh God, that sounds, that's so mean. A I, Nintendo I, property you don't care about? I, there's a lot of Nintendo properties I don't give a shit about. Name two. Two? Well, Animal Crossing, that's one. Um, that's why he said more than one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't, okay, what? I don't, okay, um... Fuck. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. There's gotta Okay, okay, okay. I got one. I got one. F Zero, I don't give a fuck. I've never given a fuck. Um it's just it's I've never gonna fuck. Ah uh, no, I like Donkey Kong. I'm trying to go I'm trying to think of the Smash roster in my head. Um <laughs> Yeah, F Zero. Uh, I never played F Zero, so I never. Yeah, I, I mean, I played the Super Nintendo one, but it's like, eh, it's all right. It's a launch game, whatever. 
Uh, I know the GameCube is supposed to be pretty awesome, but I just don't give a shit. I don't really care that much about Star Fox. Like, I'll play them when they come out, but I don't, like, it, it was gone for so long and I didn't care because I had Star Fox 64 on the 3DS. So I just played that over and over again. Um, so, yeah, there's, there you go. Star Fox and, and, uh, and, and F-Zero. I, two, like, if they were announced two games, I would be like, huh, okay. And Animal Crossing, cause like, it's just not for me. I, so that's why I didn't watch it. It was just like, like I knew what it was gonna be. There's no point in watching it if I wasn't, I'm not gonna get the game. Uh, I'm happy for people who are excited. Cause it looks like there's a lot of stuff in there that has Animal Crossing fans enjoying. There was a, I think it was an edit of like, uh, people watching the, it at the New York City Nintendo store and them flipping the fuck out over like ladders or something. It was hilarious. Um, but did you, did you watch it? Uh, I didn't have the time today to watch it. Okay. Uh, or was it yesterday? I don't know. Either or. It was, I think it was yesterday. It was, it was early in the morning yesterday. Yeah. Fuck, I, just, I don't I just didn't have the time to watch it. Yeah. I, I just, yeah. Uh, so up to eight accounts can join the same island for the same console. That's cool. Amiibo figures and Amiibo cards are supported. Uh, there's creative mode where you unlock a building permit to reshape the island. That's cool for people that like that stuff. Uh, special characters are returning. Tom Nook, Timmy, and Tommy, and Marie are indeed back in this game. I don't remember half those people. <laughs> Only reason I know Tom Nook is because he fucking puts your ass in debt yeah. at the beginning of New Leaf. I think Timmy and Tommy are his, like, his kids or something. Yeah. Uh... So there's crafting now. Crafting is a new feature available to Animal Crossing. Are you sure? Uh, is that what it, I could... I? They never had crafting. It was more of a collect-a-thon game. Okay. Um, yeah, so DIY recipes. Fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, the museum and camping and shop are back. Uh, the museum actually looks pretty cool in this. It's more fully realized. It's because in the 3DS game that I played, it was fairly flat. So you just walk in, and it's like, oh, there's the the fossil I found. Oh, yep. I I will say I I did get the, I did have newly for a while, um, and I, I like did enjoy it. when I opened and turned it on during Fourth of July, and I saw fireworks. I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's, that's kind of neat. the hook. Of these games is that it takes place in real time. Yeah. So, like, if there's an event happening, like, for example, 4th of July, there's going to be, like, fireworks and stuff. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, dude, but, dude, I play fucking fighting games. I got, I ain't got time for this life sim shit. I can't take it slow. My life is in the fast lane. Yeah. Like... I live my life a quarter I, mile at a time. I, I have a mundane as fuck life IRL. I don't need to have a mundane as life in, in a video game surrounded by furry animals that... <laughs> Other people may or may not want to fuck. I don't know. Are you a furry if you play Animal Crossing? Do you think that's like... <laughs> I mean, come on! I've seen some pictures on the internet, man. This is this is the majority of Nintendo's fan base for this game. Furries? It's gotta be, right? Yeah, I mean, like either that or like young kids who like either creative people or furries. And then there's that Venn diagram in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the that's the thing you you have to make that for the show. Animal Crossing fans, creativity, furries, and then the right in the middle. Oh my god! 
Listen, uh, there's nothing wrong with... I'm going to say there's nothing wrong with being a furry, but if you play Animal Crossing, I'm going to assume you're a furry. And you want to fuck one of your villagers at some point. Surprised they haven't given dating options in this game yet. Ben, I never thought about this. What? F- fucking the, the neighbors. <laughs> I'm sure some, some high school delinquent has a fanfiction dedicated to how they wanted to sleep with Isabel. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's out there, man. He's looking it up. He's looking. He's actually looking it up. Animal Crossing fanfiction archive. Of course there is. Won't you be my Valentine? Oh, Valentine's Day just passed. So. Oh no! <laughs> I don't know. It, like, if there were like, I don't know. Uh, rhino road trip. Oof. <laughs> This is going to be in my permanent search history. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Animal Crossing. Have fun, kids. Yeah. Have fun. Fur- have fun, furries and or future furries. Because, you know, just like a lot of people were turned, a lot of kids were turned on by Robin Hood in our age. Some of you are probably turned on by that weird animal neighbor in Animal Crossing. Alrighty. Uh... That, that's, that fucking fox is too fucking sexy for his own fucking good. I swear to God. I never think about fucking animals. Dude, I'm not I'm, sick. I'm, I didn't, but like, if you the way if you watch the animation of that movie, like that, that should not. No, stop trying to make me a sexual deviant, Disney. Those rumors were true. I mean, Little Mermaid's castle is just made. Yeah, but she's not. She's half. That doesn't count. When you make a humanoid fox character all sexy, like I'm like, fuck you. I know what I like. <sighs> Ben. I'm making this about furries, okay? Ben. Where can people find you? If they you want can to find more me about furries. If you want to harass me about furries and send me furry porn, <laughs> just send it. I don't care. <laughs> Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy. Nobody's going to send me furry porn because I'm a nobody. Um, Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy. Uh, if you, I am going to Chicago next week in the frigid cold. Uh, I'm going beyond the northern wall. Um, Jason, <laughs> to visit the the White Walkers is that what they're called? The the Wind Walk is that what they're called? In the game? No, games? they're called mobsters. Mobsters? No. Yeah, everyone in Chicago is a mobster. You know this. No, I'm making a game. Of th- God, fuck, making a Game of Thrones reference here. Oh yeah, um, White Walkers. I mean. Yeah, I'm gonna visit all the White Walkers in the land of Chicago and the land of the North. Um, and uh, I will be at C2E2, the Comic Entertainment Expo. So uh, I'll follow my Twitter for like pictures <laughs> and updates of all the cool cosplayers, all the cool stuff. Um, and probably me freezing to death on the L train. Uh, but if you're there, I don't know if any of our listeners are in the Chicago area, but I'm not, I don't have a panel or anything cause I'm not, Lord knows I'm not popular enough, but, uh, if you see me and I don't immediately walk away from you, say hi, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. Send me furry porn for real. I'm interested. Mm. <laughs> you can follow me, your host Thomas on Twitter, CSG Thomas. You can also email me, thomas at trashout.com. Please do not send me furry porn. They're going to send you furry porn. Fuck. You can visit our website, trashout.com, for audio, video, and rent content, and no furry porn. We are a furry porn-free website, at least until today. Uh, <laughs> you can review us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, all those good places. Please uh, review for five stars, and leave a, com- or leave a comment, and I'll read it on the show. 
Even for, even from you, furries. Even from you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you write a fanfic in your review for us involving us and furries or whatever, I'll read it. Yep, there you go. There's your challenge. There's your weekly. There's your weekly challenge. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's all I have to plug. No, no, Kane. Uh, Kane plays stuff on Twitch. You can check us out there as well. And until then, guys, enjoy your games and have a good night. <laughs> oh, my God. That took a wide turn. <laughs> <laughs>